Welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not a substitute for therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or share your progress, email me at homecomingpodcast at gmail.com. Also, after you listen, be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. And on today, we're going to discuss healing resentment. Before we get into today's topic, we have vows to share. For those who may have missed it in episode two, our homework was to write vows to ourselves. And if you are open to sharing them, you can send them to homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. Today, we have vows from Tracy, who has given permission for me to share her beautiful vows. And they read, Little girl, I have no idea when or where I lost you, but I extend my sincere amends to you for doing so. I have had a longing forever and have gone into the depths of darkness, not knowing all the while that it was you I so greatly longed for. I am 59 years young, biologically and physically, but honestly, I have no idea how old you are inside. My emotions and feelings were so suppressed that it stunted my growth emotionally and mentally. I can only take an educated guess that you are about 12 years old inside. You've carried so many burdens, so many wounds, and so many broken people on your back. Now it's time to release them to love. In God, to God Almighty, who is the only one who can heal them. Now that I am coming home to you, I vow to love you unconditionally, to feel you in the uttermost parts of your being, to tend to your garden, creating fertile soil, keeping the weeds out, pouring on the sunshine and keeping boundaries in place behind that beautiful picket fence, to listen to you, to seek your highest and greatest good, to put your needs first, to keep you connected to your creator, to seek to understand you, to heal you, to be your first love to have fun and enjoy this abundant life, to be the recipient of words, things, places, and people who solely edify your being, to be the keeper of your peace, spirit, soul, and body. I acknowledge you. I see you. I receive you as the kind, loving, peaceful, joyful spirit being you were created to be. You are a masterpiece in the master's plan. I love you forever. Oh, Tracy, yes, yes, yes. I love your vows and I love you all divine timing and how we are talking about resentment today. And Tracy in her vows talks about people who she had to carry on her back, people who created wounds, and she says in her vows, now it's time to release them. Hmm. To release them to love, 
to God Almighty, who is the only one who can heal them so that she is no longer taking responsibility for healing other people to carrying what they have placed on her, including themselves, but to free them. And she has in bold that she releases them in love. And I think it is a gift to ourselves to get freedom from deep, deep resentment. And I want to start off by saying that the resentment and the deep anger that you hold is often based uh, in events that happened that should not have happened. In other words, some things are actually outrageous. And uh, there comes as a part of our healing a recognition that things were not done in the ways they should have been done. And so uh, while deep resentment can result in us being emotionally stuck and overwhelmed by our anger or rage, I want you to know um, at its core, a part of resentment may demonstrate an awareness that wrongs have been done. And for some of us, that may be growth because perhaps there was never acknowledgement from other people that what was done was wrong. And so that can heighten the resentment that not only was it done, but then it was denied. um, Or if it was not denied, it was minimized that people did not recognize the full weight, uh, the full seriousness or severity or impact of their behavior. And so uh, when we start to move uh, with an awareness that uh, the resentment is not only an acknowledgement, but now it feels like I'm stuck, I want us to consider the impact of that. Sometimes a deep resentment can keep us from coming home to ourselves because when the resentment is deep and great, it can have a takeover spirit. And what I mean by that is we lose ourselves in centering the wrongs that other people have done to us. And so when all of my thinking and emotion and energy is consumed with rehearsing those events and the consequences of those events, it can disconnect me from myself where I don't even have space to dream, to relax, to commune with myself or others, or as Tracy says, with God, uh, because I have so much of my energy and time is consumed with wanting uh, wrongs to be righted when that is not coming, that I have put my life on hold waiting for people to own what they did to acknowledge what they did, to make amends for what they did. And many of us are in circumstances 
where that is not actually happening. And uh, one of the terrible things about it is often these people have gone on with their lives, right? Like they're not even thinking about it to the level that it has really floored us or for some of us dismantled us. And so we are left with those pieces. Um, But when I am stuck in the resentment, all I can do is sit in the middle of my shattered pieces uh, and feel the anger, right? The rage of who dropped me, right? Who threw this at me? Who broke my experience and my trust and my possibility? And while it is important to take space and time for our recognition and healing, we also start to recognize when it feels unmovable, when we are consumed by the anger and the resentment and feel stuck in it. So I invite those who uh, have been wronged, which are all of us to varying extents, um, and that those wrongs uh, had an impact in the moment and perhaps lasting, and uh, feeling like those wrongs were never truly uh, recognized or atoned for, that basically we did not receive uh, justice, that we did not receive care and respect, and then uh, we did not uh, receive justice. And so that is a reality. And I invite those who are feeling stuck in that place and wanting to shift uh, to first recognize that along with the anger may be some other feelings, but sometimes the anger is so great that we miss feeling or recognizing what else is present. I wonder on today if you can give yourself permission to acknowledge the hurt. I wonder on today if you can give yourself permission to acknowledge the disappointment. I wonder on today if you can acknowledge the confusion about what is this? What is this? And where where do I go from here? I wonder if on today you can give yourself permission to feel the grief, the deep grief about what you lost and what was taken. I wonder if on today you can give yourself permission to feel the fear, the fear that you felt in those moments and the fear you have felt since. A part of our homecoming is to recognize the emotions that have been hidden from us but are underneath the surface. Some of us are more comfortable with our anger or resentment because it feels strong, right? To be enraged 
feels very strong. And for some of us, feeling hurt uh, feels too weak, feels too vulnerable. And I would offer to you that all of it is a part of our human experience. And so it is not that we have to dismiss or erase the anger, but we want to just make room for acknowledging that the anger may not be traveling alone. That based on our growing up or our culture or our gender, some emotions are more acceptable. And so for some of us, uh, it is more acceptable for a man to be outraged than to be sad. For some of us, uh, being black women, indigenous women, women of color, uh, that it is more culturally acceptable to be angry than to be disappointed. Hmm. So I wonder on today, if you can come home to yourself and tell yourself the truth about, yes, the anger and what else? Yes, the resentment and what else? And then I would invite you to not run away from the resentment, but to feel it. You know, many times we judge ourselves for how we feel, and so we never get to really have the experience of walking it out. But what would it mean if I, instead of suppressing it, if I allowed myself to feel what I really feel about what happened, what I really feel about the aftermath, what I really feel about the silencing, what I really feel about everybody acting like nothing happened. Hmm. If I can feel the resentment, be present with my anger and my resentment without having to uh, mask it, without having to justify it, it is just how I feel. And that is a part of homecoming is when I can tell myself the truth and it doesn't have to make sense to anyone else. Anybody else might say, oh, you don't have a, re a right to be resentful or people of faith shouldn't have resentment or all kinds of statements people have about what you feel, but the truth is you feel what you feel, yes? So to give myself permission to acknowledge that I really have a lot of resentment toward them about this, and I've been carrying it, carrying it in my body, carrying it in my mind, carrying it in my heart, carrying it in my spirit. And I recognize that within myself because you know what I realized? Some of you, when you saw the title and when I started talking, thought this episode wasn't for you. <laughs> I think some of you thought maybe you could skip this one, but now we really come to some truth that uh, we actually do carry some resentment. So I want you then to think about what are the ways that you can express it? Uh, you see, because the issue is not um, that anger or resentment in and of themselves are quote unquote bad or negative. It's what I do with it, right? So 
what is the constructive way or the healthy way for me to express what I feel. And that may be writing a letter. That might be, uh, and I don't have to send the letter. I can choose after. It may be sitting down and talking to the person, if that feels safe or helpful to me. Uh, It may be uh, dancing it out. It may be incorporating it in my prayer and meditation and visualization. And for some of us, if the resentment is around social injustices, uh, it may be about being involved in activism, in protests. Or if my resentment is about what happened to me as a child, I may want to get engaged in work that helps children and families. So what, what do I want to do to discharge what I have been carrying? If I want to engage in physical activity, in art, in activism, in confrontation, maybe some things at my job need to be said. Maybe some things in my place of worship need to be said. Maybe some things to my family members need to be said. And so I would just say whenever you're thinking about possible confrontation, uh, to know if you're ready. First of all, is it physically safe uh, to do that? Secondly, to know if you're ready, you cannot be dependent on them giving you a certain response. So if someone wants to confront a person who hurts them, and unless the person admits it and apologizes, they're going to be devastated then that confrontation really is a setup for devastation. But when I get to a place where whether you acknowledge it or not, whether you apologize or not, I need you to know that I know what was done and that it was out of order, that it was wrong, that it was disrespectful. So you can consider, because here is a thing I've also discovered in doing this work, is sometimes we have resentment toward people and they don't even know it, right? And that you can that can feel surprising to you, but some people have no idea of what we are carrying. But I will say to you, we have to, we have, not we have to. <laughs> it is helpful for us to hold our healing in our hands. And what I mean by that is I don't want to put the possibility of me healing in the hands of someone potentially apologizing or not, right? That if I don't get an apology, that I can never have freedom. That if I don't get an apology, um, I can never focus on my life, right? So I hold... I hold my healing uh, in my hands, as unfair as that is, right? I may not have created this circumstance, this situation, this wound, um, but now it is in my hands. And along with uh, thinking about how you want to express it um, or discharge it from a constructive or healthy place, it is also learning how we can relax and engaging and self-calming techniques. So that may be meditation, that might be yoga or dance, 
That might be stepping away from the computer and the television. Uh, It may be taking a meditation class. It may be going to a prayer group. So looking at uh, listening to soothing music, yes, Uh, aromatherapy. So discovering practices that allow you to release the weight of the resentment because resentment is heavy and takes up a lot of space. And so we breathe in and we exhale and we breathe in self-compassion and we exhale resentment and we breathe in self-love and we exhale the weight of resentment. I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home. Beautiful, beautiful away, beautiful.